What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitt. I'm your host. I'm your driver. I'm so happy you're here joining me today. I hope you had the best week, but if you didn't, you're in the right place. Today, I'm joined with friend of the show, Claudia Vera. Claudia, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me, Ellie. Always a pleasure to have you here. Um, And this is actually, I'm very glad. I, I'll be honest with you. A <laughs> couple of reasons I'm very glad that you're here today. One being a lot of the voicemails that we got this week were very like sex focused. And y'all know. <laughs> hey. I'm a little awkward talking about sex. Claudia is the opposite. She knows what she's talking about. She's very sex positive. She's educated. I love sex. Um. And don't we all? I do love sex. I just cannot. I can't talk about it. I don't know if any of you guys... Um, we're listening when I, I did like a live show with Harry Jousey and Hannah Burner, and I was pretending that I was comfortable talking about sex. <laughs> I was just like, I just want Harry to like me. Yeah, those are very like raunchy, too raunchy individuals. So yeah, like, and yes, I mean, sex is like a complicated topic in general. So. No, it really is, and I think like you, you just, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> just make sounds. Just speak with it and i feel like you guys will get it but the other reason i'm glad claudia is here today is because i am in the midst of a i'd call it a mental breakdown a little bit yeah that's yeah that's an apt title for what this emotional situation would be i also like haven't felt emotions in a really long time like strong emotions like this that sounds really weird but you know what I mean no, like yeah with Miss Wellbutrin like all of a sudden I'm like very overwhelmed with the emotions I'm feeling right now so I'm like ah so it's like you go from truly just numbness to all of it at to once. all of it at once served on a silver platter so here's what happened let me set the scene for you it's it's Saturday evening okay I was having a good day. I was getting ready to go to dinner and a movie with some pals, just something so simple. I was just truly vibing, living my best life. I had just blow dried my hair and I plugged my phone in to go do my makeup and I come back in my room after dampening my beauty sponge and I had received a text from shrimp cocktail and Irish coffee man. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot that's his nickname. (laughs) That's how we know him. And it was insane. It was a it was a crazy person text to send. I'll summarize it. But the actual text was so funny. It was he when I Ellie texted me a screenshot. And when I tell you, like, I opened it and it was just a sea of like the whole screen was just his message. So I was like, whoa, it was it was a lot for someone i haven't heard from in like eight months yes who Who literally just ghosted ghosted you fully ghosted me so he texts me and the basic gist of the message is like i wanted to explain why i ghosted you i'm sorry it took me so long to do this i couldn't find the words eight months um he's like i got back together with my ex-girlfriend and i was like i know (laughs) like (laughs) i'm not stupid 
And then he was like, and but we've been broken up for a couple months now, and I'm in a much better place. He then quoted August by Taylor Swift, which was um, evil. Evil. I'll be honest. I don't think August is the song you want to be referencing uh, in this particular situation. Yeah. But go on. Like, I already feel like Augustine here. Okay. Like, I don't need more. I don't need more of that. So he says that. And then he was like, and I just feel really bad that I I messed things up with you. I really had a good time getting to know you. I'm like, no shit. I'm amazing. Um, And he's like, and if you just like, I get if you totally wouldn't want to. But if you ever just like want to like hang again, that would be really cool. Even just as friends. But sending good vibes either way. Go kick rocks, bro. I'm sorry. Can you imagine just receiving this text out of fucking nowhere? On like a Saturday afternoon too? Evening. Evening. Selfish. Sir, don't you have plans? Don't you have things to do? Why did you have to ruin my Saturday night? Yeah, this couldn't have come on like a Tuesday. (laughs) I would totally handle it better on a Tuesday. Because that is it was. I was like... I'm late right now, one. I am, like, wearing a bathrobe and cat ears. Like, I have just a little bit of concealer that I'm trying to dab into my face. I do not have time to mentally process the way that I feel about this. I wanted to go out and have a good time tonight. Like, what? (laughs) There was nothing else I could have. I actually, like, yelled. I think I threw my phone because I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this information? Like, like, let me just break this down if I can, if I may. Oh, you may. Oh, I may. First of all. Fuck you. <laughs> like, what? I'm kidding. Look, the, the problem was I actually really liked this person at the time that we were seeing each other. And I, like, was really sad. Like, I was really sad with the way that things kind of went. He actually made me really sad twice. Like, he low-key, like, ended things or, like, ghosted me or whatever twice. Mm-hmm. So to, to, like, put me in a position where I might have to do this for a third time, like, I just am like, are you insane? Do you think yeah. that I'm stupid? It's like you have not set any foundation for me to trust you or feel secure in this. Right. It's that. And then like the fact that he was like, I was seeing my, my I got back together with my ex while Classic. I was seeing you. <laughs> um, and But then we broke up and uh, now I'm, I, back. I'm back and like, are you free? And it just makes me feel like a consolation prize. Like it just yeah. makes me feel like, Oh, like I'm the person that you're reaching out to because you couldn't get the thing that you really wanted, you know? Yeah, he's being transparent, but not in the way that he thinks. I think he thinks he's being transparent in like explaining himself and being like, here's why I ghosted. And like, I'm being very communicative when in reality, he yeah, he's literally saying like, I got back together with my ex that didn't work out. So now I'm knocking on like the Rolodex of people that I was seeing before. And right. If you're like, around, how many, let me know. How many texts, you know, how many other girls did, are you sending this kind of text to? And like, I am phenomenal. Yeah. You should be sad that you fucked things up with me. But like, I am not like the second place prize, you know, like I'm not interested in that role. And I just like, I don't even know how he could ever prove to me that he like is pursuing me because he wants to pursue me and not because I don't know, like things didn't work out the way he wanted them to. Yeah, I think there was a much better way for him to go about this if he truly did want to reach out to you. Like he all of okay, first of all, all of the stuff that he explained in that text should have been explained in person. 
Like I, I said to Ellie, I was like, I kind of feel like he sent that text. And I I see this a lot with when, when guys like fuck up that they (laughs) want to. And I think it's like a very human reaction. Like you want to clear your consciousness. So you like state what you did wrong and apologize, but you don't necessarily like do any more work beyond that to fix or like remedy what you had done wrong it's more just to be like i'm acknowledging what i did was wrong and that's okay when in reality what he should have done is been been like hey like i I realize this text is kind of coming out of nowhere and like i fully understand if you don't want to see me um i feel like i have a lot of explaining to do like and i would really like to do that in person right I feel like I would have liked that better because like having to read that, it's like I'm literally reading uh, uh, what just like an acknowledgement that like yeah. I wasn't good enough then, but I'm good enough now. Like It's like he's confessing. It's like he, he, it's like he's going to confession. It's like, you know what, man? Not everyone has to think you're a good person. Like you, yeah. you didn't have to do like what was really your intention there? You just like want to not feel bad because you ghosted me. You, you just like want to make yourself feel better. And like I am not a person who reads things in bad faith. Like there will always be a part of me that's like I want to believe that he really meant this. He just said it weird. And like I want to give him that other chance. But at the same time, it's like I'm not stupid and I cannot. I just don't know if I can do that to myself again, again, yeah. again. <laughs> Like, I cannot be fucking crying on the living room floor for a third time, you know? Yeah. What do I fucking do with this? What I ended up saying, just because I was like, I have to, I, I, I can't just leave this unread. Like, I'm going to say something, but I don't know what to say. I literally just said, like, listen, <laughs> you're going to need to give me a minute. You're going to need to give me several minutes, actually, because uh, mm. I don't know what to do with this information. Yeah. Um. Last night, Gina and Shelby were like, you should tell him you'll meet him in, like, daylight hours in like the least sexy location you can think of like the union square starbucks like just something (laughs) really really rancid rancid just to be like oh you really want to see me yeah all right (laughs) okay meet me on the 21st street chipotle at 10 45 in the morning (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know it's like i don't want to like i'm pissed and like there's last night I very much was like yes I want to see him yeah today I'm a little bit like I don't know man because I do feel shitty it makes me feel shitty and it's the fact that I feel shitty from just the text the fact that I'm like I was crying last night from just the text I, I don't want to feel like that you know yeah. and like waste draw my time that out that. almost so like the question is if I were to see him what do I say and also like if I want him to prove to me that he's sincere, what what would be enough? Like, yeah, what, what do you want proof? to see? And I don't I don't know. I feel like at least for the first part, I know it's corny and I feel like this is what therapists always recommend, but I find that it does help the most is like writing a letter and you don't have to give it to him, but just like writing a letter to him of like everything that you wish you you would want to say to him just to kind of like detangle your thoughts yeah um and then from there like I usually I know this is so lame I've done like the notes app where I like have like bullet points and then right before I see the person I just kind of like look at it and I'm like okay yeah these are I mean it's hard because like when you're in the moment you could get so caught up in the emotion and then you walk away from the interaction and you're like god damn it like 
Like, I don't want to cry. That would be so embarrassing. Well, it's just, it's like, you don't get to, you you don't get to see me cry, bitch. No, literally, like, you don't get to see that you, like, did hurt me. I feel like that would be gratifying for him almost. Like, you know, there's some guys that are like that. It's just like, oh, like, I, like, hurt you. Like, that's. Yeah, like, I meant a lot to you. I meant so much to you. No, you were the first person that I dated after a very upsetting breakup. You made me feel like, wow, I could do this. I can date. There are great guys out there. And I really like this person. And I'm having a really good time getting to know him. And then you made me really sad. Two separate times and now a third. So yeah, like, yes, you hurt me and you upset me. But it's not because you were like the love of my fucking life. It's just because like you were a dick. (laughs) Yeah, it's yeah. You it's one of those things where it's like you hurt me not because you were incredible, but because you weren't. Yes, you weren't. You. (laughs) Yeah. In fact, to the opposite, sir. I hate these situations because it almost makes you feel like one they have some type of pa- they it makes you feel as though they think they have power over you yeah which is very painful and then also like it almost makes you feel like ashamed to have cared yeah and makes you feel like that's somehow a flaw on your end that you cared deeply and that is a really fucked up thing even if they didn't intentionally mean to do that like yeah i like literally feel stupid right now you know yeah, and that's, that's not fair horrible. i shouldn't feel that way yeah, I didn't like, I didn't do anything wrong. Literally not like the <laughs> only person in this situation who did something wrong is him. The only person. And it's not fair that I'm sitting here like upset, like ruining my Saturday night, like really like tearing my hair out over what to do here over someone who like probably did not spare me a second thought until he thought hmm, maybe I could sleep with her again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we like if he together, if he did <laughs> if he did spare you a second thought like he isn't doing he isn't he's being a dumb boy he's not going about showing you that in the proper way and I'm um, sorry for someone who went to Harvard like come on write a better text you know what subtext is and you're you're feeding subtext at me that I don't think is what you wanted to. Mm, no one proofread that message no one proofread that message mm, no sir no ma'am <laughs> no, you should no, have no. sent this to the group chat before you hit send i think you should have sent it to your editor and really just been like is this giving what i need it to be giving and they would have said no you're stupid you're making <laughs> her feel like shit that. yeah uh, so if i see him uh, yeah i guess i will have i literally might just be like <laughs> I'm going to talk <laughs> and you're going to yeah. listen and here's my notes app and I'm going to read this. These are I, my bullet points and I'm going to go through this. I definitely think if you see him, you like at the get go be like, I'm commandeering this conversation like this. It, truly like I am yeah. like sit down. I'm not you hugging had, you. <laughs> yeah. You had your chance to speak when you texted me that. Now give me my chance. He should have sent it in like invisible ink. So you could have like like <laughs> sentence by sentence been like oh no I don't want to see that oh I don't want to read no, that I don't see that <laughs> I'm just pissed about it but I don't know I guess I'll keep you guys updated because look if we're just all in the truth tree all in the trust tree right now <laughs> am I gonna see him yeah yeah <laughs> like, no I'm I going mean, to you should <laughs> I'm gonna you should. and I, I I will but I just like I feel like I'm gonna be too mean So I need a little time to but like maybe he deserves that. I feel like I will almost have to put on the persona of like, 
sometimes when you have these conversations with men, you almost do have to be like mean teacher or like mean mommy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I feel like the way that you phrased this, it's not what you meant to say, but this is the way that it came across. So let me yeah. explain that to you. Like very much like um, I'm going to read you for filth and I'm going to have yeah. a smile on my face, but you're going to feel like shit about it. I'm going to. This is the difference between men and women. I feel like, <laughs> like women are like, I will psychologically destroy you. And I will you know, enjoy it in a way that <laughs> in a way that will remain. <laughs> You will remember this conversation on your dying deathbed. Your dying deathbed. Shut up. I'm not. I'm going through it. It's okay. I'm having a hard time. Yeah. I think you listen. If you see him, gather the troops and we will sit down and like create a yeah. game plan. Yeah. You might have to come to this. I was literally going to say, like, I remember, was it him? Where we were going to go on the date. Oh, my God. It was him that you and Gina were going to come on our date. Okay. So I think we got to come back to that idea. Bring it back. But like in Bring a different way where like we were there and then we pull you out of it. Like if things get bad. But then either way, when it's done, we can be like, okay, we need to go debrief. <laughs> I don't think he knows what you look like. There if you, you go. Just, I think if you just wear sunglasses, although who knows, he probably has stalked my I'm life like, in several ways. Like, <laughs> no, great, it's perfect. Just put your hair sort of like in front of your face. Yeah. And who would ever know? How would they know? Um, so that's that's what I'm dealing with. I was murderously full of rage last night. I was really mad. As is yeah. your God-given right as a scorned woman. Scorned. I was scorned. Yeah. There's something beautiful about women's rage, though. So let's just like revel in it for a little. It's the it was. Oh, it's the Taylor Swift quote for me that really got that really just. mm, No, when I saw that, I kid you not, my jaw dropped. I was like, this fucker. (laughs) You know what you're doing. Like, why are you as a man quoting Taylor Swift Swift at me when you're apologizing to me for ghosting me like literally Miss Taylor would be so pissed at you right now also do you know what August August is is about about? he said I'm changing for the better like in August haha do you know what that song is about it says back when we were still changing for the better wanting was enough enough. for me it was enough to live for the hope of it it all. all Cancel plans just just in case case you you called. Like, Like, it's about being the other person and the person who doesn't get chosen. You're like, bitch, you're... What is wrong with you? Subconsciously, like, rubbing salt in that wound. He is. Salt air and the rust on your door. And I just... I just believe that this is why I believe that men don't understand Taylor Swift's songs. Like, a man could never understand what she means by her lyrics because the lack of... Like comprehension Critical there. Reading. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah. Okay. I've talked about this enough. It has been 20 minutes and um Listen, sorry. I but. think we've touched upon some good good themes <laughs> though. I agree. Um, anyways, what's today's episode about? Today we're gonna talk about I'm gonna read some of the weirdest things people have said to you guys during sex. We're gonna talk about how to take your summer fling to the next level. We're gonna talk about how to deal with a really negative friend. We're gonna talk some vagina tips and 
Um, then we're going to talk, help, my boyfriend won't go down on me, and help, my boyfriend finishes really fast. And that's going to be our episode. Very sex-heavy, so sorry in advance for the giggling. It will happen. Uh, and Woo! let's get into our first DM. We meant to be. You don't question my love, you know it's there. And even if we don't agree, you know I can't. Cause baby, you and me, we meant to be. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, so I love therapy. I have always been a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my therapist for gosh, going on six years now. So she's basically like a homie, less of a therapist, more of a pal. Just kidding. She actually is really, really good at her job. And I have benefited immensely from therapy. I literally feel like I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if I didn't have therapy as a resource. I think it's so good to help you work through not only like your daily problems and, you know, your work issues or your friend issues, your relationship issues, but also like work through things that have been patterns in your life that maybe you've identified but don't really know how to fix or things like phobias, anxieties, things that you feel like you have a lack of control over. Therapy can be really helpful in making you feel like you do actually have control because you have more control than you think that you do but I know that it is not easy for everybody to access therapy and that's why I love today's sponsor BetterHelp because uh, I mean there are states in America even where there's like two therapists that take insurance you know like it's really really important to have access to mental health and not everybody does and BetterHelp makes it super super easy if you're thinking of starting therapy give it a try it is entirely online it's designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge so get it off your chest whatever it is with BetterHelp <laughs> visit betterhelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LND. There are some stories about my mom's life that I truly never get tired of hearing. From hilarious to heartfelt, tear-jerking to plot-twisting, her retelling of events always brings me joy. Just in time for Mother's Day, I found the perfect gift that captures all her stories for my family forever. It's called StoryWorth. StoryWorth helps you preserve precious memories and stories from your mother for years to come. Here's how it works. Each week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a thought-provoking question that you get to help pick. Like, how do you want to be remembered? Or, what was it like when you first learned how to ride a bike? StoryWorth makes the writing process a breeze. All your loved one needs to do is respond to that email with the story. Long or short, it doesn't matter. You'll be emailed a copy of your loved one's response as they're submitted over the course of the year. You'll get to enjoy their retelling of the stories you already knew or be surprised by stories you've never heard before. After a year of fun, StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories and photos into a beautiful keepsake hardcover book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. I lost three of my four grandparents by the time I was six years old, so knowing that my future children and grandchildren would be able to get to know my parents on a personal level means everything to me. Families love StoryWorth. That's why it has more than 25,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot, with millions of stories preserved since they were founded over 10 years ago. Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash Ellie. That's storyworth.com slash Ellie to save $10 on your first purchase. 
Okay, so last week I talked about the weirdest thing that anyone has ever said to me during sex, and I asked you guys to send in some of yours, so I have them here with me, and they are weird. I'll be honest, they are weird. Um, also, Pixar girl, or well, I guess I shouldn't call her Pixar girl, the guy was Pixar guy, um, she called in again and told me that, yeah, they never hooked up again, he moved to a different state or something, and um, yeah, so... R.I.P. That was a beautiful relationship that just could have never been. Mm-mm. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start reading some of these. I'm not going to read any names because I don't know if you guys want names in this. Okay. So this person says he counted down. Oh, here's what we're going to do. We'll play a game. Okay. Um, rate how weird it is on a scale of one to five. Okay. Five being like you're a fucking weird. weirdo. Okay. Yeah. Like five being like call the police. Okay. And one being like. Uh, like. That- I would do that. I could handle that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I okay. could. I would do that. <laughs> I would say that. Okay. <laughs> I would say that. Okay. <laughs> so this person says, he counted down three, two, one, and then came. <laughs> Wait, that's kind of... <laughs> one. One, yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> that's really I funny. I don't know that I would do it, but that is really funny. <laughs> yeah. I give that like, yeah, I feel like maybe a two for me. <laughs> okay. Um... This person said, wasn't said, but I told a guy to hit me and he full on punched me in the face. Five. I'm calling the cops. Call the police. Call the police. You closed your fist, sir? (laughs) You can never do a closed fist. Closed fist. fist. Jesus Christ. (sighs) Um, Okay. Um, This person said, mid pump, this guy started crying because he missed his guy best friend. (laughs) Honey, he's gay. He's gay. I don't think he's talking about his guy best friend. And they were best friends. History will say they were guy best friends. History will say they were best friends. They shared a bed. History will say they were best friends. That's a, that's a, that's like a three. Cause it's like, oh, but I'd be like, hey, buddy. I believe in them, you know? I'd be like, are you good? (laughs) This person said, is this your birth control? It was a mole on my side. Still confused. (laughs) Oh, what? Well, listen, actually, maybe he thought it was like the patch or like the implant. Maybe it seems like he has a sophisticated understanding of different. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'll give him that for sure. That's like a one. I'll give it a two just because I would have been bewildered, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This person said, I saw a tweet or something about whoop de doo here comes the goo. My boyfriend no. at the time thought it was funny, so he would do it right as he came. And sometimes he would just say goo because he couldn't force the words <laughs> out. He just said goo and came. <laughs> I like that one. Goo. I would give goo. that maybe like a... I would give it a two. I would give it a one, but he didn't come up with original material. No, that's true. If it was original, like I would, I would, I would say, you know what? He's just a weird guy. That is yeah. weird, though. Goo is not sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Goo. Goo. <laughs> uh, okay. This person said he paused during making out to say the Jeopardy answer on TV and then continued. Me. One. That's not hot, gonna lie. Honestly, I I would do that. I would do it. And that makes you hotter, honestly, I think. (laughs) Yeah, he's got a brain. He's intelligent. Um, Yeah, I love that. (laughs) This this person said, this didn't happen during, but he offered me a glass of milk right afterwards. (laughs) Ew. Ew. (laughs) That's not what you want sloshing around inside you. 
post-sex. sloshing. Five, because that would give me diarrhea. Oh, yeah, that's not sexy. I'll give it a three just because I'm like, milk? Didn't you already pump me full of milk? Ew. I'm sorry. Okay, let's keep going. You're canceled. Sorry. This person said, your perfume, they said that, oh my God. This person said that the person they were hooking up with said, your perfume smells like my mom's. I love it. Nope. It was YSL Black Opium. (laughs) No. 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 Just no. I'm not even reading that one. Just no. No. (laughs) No, sweetie. Um, This person says, while grabbing my thighs, that's where all those Kit Kat chunkies are going. <gasps> Five, and I would kill myself. I would kill him. I would kill and then him. Kill myself. It would be a joint murder. Murder Suey. Just like a. Murder Suey. It, it would be the on murder the news. Special. Oh my god. Oh my Literally, god. What? <laughs> okay, this person said he talked about his dick in the third person using a baby voice. He's so horny. He wants to be no. inside you. You don't like that? I'd give it that a doesn't, That doesn't turn four. you on? I agree. Four is a good one. Oh, um, this person said, I said his name, I thought sexually, and he said, yeah? Like answering his name being called in class in attendance. <laughs> oh. Imagine you were like, what's the guy's name? Like, oh, Matt. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. oh, oh, shit. Uh, oh, oh. You no, know, I was saying, I, w- I was. No, this is good. I'm having a good time. <laughs> this is, I'm, this is fun. That's not so bad. Not so bad. Like a one. But funny, funny. Yeah. Um, this person said, her to me, you don't have a name that can be said during sex. <laughs> His Wait. name is Neil. <laughs> <laughs> I agree oh, with her. Neil. Neil. <laughs> Neil. <laughs> Um, this person said he said it's lit when he came and yes he said it like Travis Scott <laughs> three was it Travis Scott oh my god did you fuck Travis, Travis? Scott that's crazy Travi <laughs> this one I really like I wish someone would do this to me she said he talked about a prehistoric Celtic burial ground while inside me <laughs> Ooh, me You're, he's like a prehistoric <laughs> burial ground I love that. I actually, I want to be, I would like to be educated while I'm being penetrated. Education via penetration. (laughs) This person said, he said, do you have any fruit snacks? Dude had diabetes and was about to pass out. Oh my God. (laughs) Poor guy. Get him the Scooby snacks. Get him those Scooby snacks now. (laughs) He needs the Welch's. (laughs) He needs the, the weird blue, you know? You know the one Scooby. Oh my god, the snack? opaque blue one. Th- so good. And they stopped. They just continued it. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. Stupid. This person said the weirdest thing was someone pretended to come on my stomach when it was very clear there was no cum coming out. Lol. <laughs> so Shooting this blanks. This happened to my friend once. Um, in college, she was like sucking this guy's dick, and he like was like. Uh, you know and then he was like that was incredible like i just came so hard and she was like no you didn't like i would have felt it you did not and then he started yelling at like arguing with her and they're just arguing with each other he's like yes i did she was like no you didn't and i think about it every single time oh my god wait 
I wonder, can you come without, without ejaculating? The stuff? The stuff. I don't know. <laughs> the stuff. I you feel said like it so much better than the stuff. I feel like yeah, you can have a dry orgasm. As you a can man? have a dry or yeah. Men can orgasm without ejaculation. Oh my god, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Ladies, we just learned something. Ladies, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dry orgasm usually isn't harmful um, as long as you're not trying for a baby. <laughs> wow. I wonder how common it is. And this is my favorite one. I'm just going to say this person said he did an impression of my moaning. I never want to moan again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that would like turn me into a fem cell. <laughs> I'm like never touching a man again. I like, would be like, ever, I'm ever, never ever. having sex. If a man was just like, eh, eh, that's what you sound like. Murder the Suey part two. <laughs> Hit him with that murder Suey. That is horrible. That is horrible. That's just mean. That is mean. Has a man ever said something mean to you like during sex? Um... No, well, no, I've never during sex. I think I told you um, that one guy who uh, we've bonded over after we had sex. I was still like naked next to him. And then he went on a rant about how women are like inherently not as smart as men and like how men are like biologically more intellectual. And I was naked next to him. I can't believe we both had sex with that person. I know. That, that is, is so embarrassing shocking. for us. Yeah, it honestly, truly it is. is. I'm it like, really is. Good for him. Embarrassing for us. Oh, yeah. Great for him. Super bad for us. Horrible. A guy so, one time was yeah. just like, oh, <laughs> he said something. I don't know. He was like, come over here. You and your weirdly small nipples or something like that. What? I was like, what? <laughs> like, why did you say that? Why did you say that? Now I guess I'm not just <laughs> literally. Why would you say why? There's no world in which that's something I want to hear. I, <laughs> it made me really upset. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, I'll go put a shirt on then. Yeah, sorry that you get to see my magnificent titties. Weird, weird, weirdest thing though that a guy's ever said to you. Um, I definitely think like this was with the guy that I lost my virginity to. He was my boyfriend at the time. And he, this happened twice. So like he would accidentally say his name during sex, <laughs> <laughs> which was very confusing. I love that so much. Especially for who it is. Like that is just yeah. so We'd funny. We'd always be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, you're really into you. Good that for is you, who you, I are. guess. That's the kind of confident I want you all to be. Like, I want you to be so confident that you say your own name during sex. It was honestly, it was really sweet. Like, he, every, like, the two times that it happened, he would get, like, really embarrassed and confused, like, during sex. And we were just like, Gee. do you think it's because, like, when he would jerk off, he he would say it and then the sensation was, like, similar. So I he would say that. I don't know. I feel like maybe he honestly, like, was imagining someone saying his name. <laughs> I guess you were not saying his name enough. I guess not. I guess I not. was like, you're already saying it enough for the both of us. <laughs> what about I, you? Oh, I said mine last time. Do you have another guy, one, though? Um, um, well, there was a guy. Hmm. 
No, I don't think so. There was a guy that wanted me to slap him in the face, but I was like a virgin and I didn't really know what to do. And I just, I just, I really, I like smacked him in the nose and then he got a nosebleed and he was mad at me. But Uh I was like, you asked me to slap you in the face. You didn't give me any instruction beyond that. (laughs) Yeah. What? Okay. (laughs) I was 18. Like, I don't know. Like, why are you asking me to do this? You need help. (laughs) At least I didn't punch him. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's all we have to say about that. I mean, Mm. I could probably talk about terrible sex for hours, but (laughs) I appreciate you guys sending those in because those really cracked me up. Um, Let's get into our next segment, which is how do you take your summer fling to the next level? Let's get into our very first voicemail. Hey, Ellie. So I might have made a little bit of an oopsie. I told a guy that I was down for a fun, casual, flirty girl summer. Um, and now I changed my mind. And he's definitely still on the beat. I don't know how to communicate. SOS. <laughs> First of all, I love that she said, I made an oopsie. <laughs> like, I fucked up. <laughs> Because, girl, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I don't know. You might have made an oopsie. Yeah, that's always... I I feel like more often than not, and you're probably the more often than the not. Than the not. You can't really, like, go back on that one. Yeah, like, like the... It's really difficult to get something from, like, super casual to something more serious. I mean, look, it's... It's possible. Mm -hmm. Would I say it's probable? Mm, No. no. I mean, I guess it depends on your relationship with this person. You didn't really um, elaborate too much on that. Like, are you guys like hanging out sober? Like, are you like spending time with each other where you're not having sex? Like, what's the relationship like? Because if it really is just like you're only hanging out at 2 a.m. to have sex because it's like a summer fling. That's a different situation than if it's something where like, well, there's like kind of blurred lines, like we're friends too and like there's this and that because then conceivably you could have the conversation of just like, listen, I know that like I intended this to be casual, but the more time I spend with you, I really like spending time with you and I'd like to see if this could be more than just sex. I mean, and I think that's totally reasonable. Um, Yeah, I think if every time you hang out with them, you're hanging out with the goal of having sex and you guys do have sex, like then you're most likely it's going to be very difficult to like go into a situation that is not that. I mean, you can always, there's no harm in trying. There's no harm in trying. There's never harm. There's never any harm in just saying what you feel and what you want. But I think like we do have to like manage our expectations because I don't want you to get hurt, obviously. And like these things are tough. Like it's I I don't know. I feel like having a casual hookup is like such a I don't know. You have to be a little bit brain broken, in my personal opinion. As someone who's a little bit brain broken, I am pretty good at casual sex. But most people who are healthy and normal are not because it's not natural. Like when you are intimate with somebody in one way, you probably want to be intimate with them in another way. Like mm-hmm. that is normal. Like I feel like that's physiological. In this scenario, though, man, I don't know. Especially if you're only hanging out. With each other again we didn't get like a lot of details but yeah if you're only hanging out with each other when you're drunk for example that's a situation where i don't think this is going to be you know i don't know also i would ask yourself like is this really like 
am I building this person up into more than they are because of the physical connection? Like, do I want this to be something more because I'm having sex with him? Or do I really genuinely like his personality and like spending time with him and feel like he would be a good partner? And they're tough questions because a lot of the times the answer is no. probably not. Yeah, I I guess at the end of the day, I think what you just said about managing expectations is like the one place where you can like probably protect yourself in yeah. a circumstance like this, because I think communicating with communicating with them is like the only way that you will know whether mm-hmm. or not you're kind of creating a pipe dream in your head um and that can be really painful but i think knowing is obviously better than living in that like middle confusing area knowing Um, is always better than not knowing because when you don't know the what if is going to kill you because you're like well but maybe maybe he likes me or maybe we and it's like you should just know you should just know for certain you know and that's where the delusion comes in i hate to say it but like if you are living in that what if and it's very easy to then kind of read and interpret all the mm. actions to favor what you want. And when listen, in reality, I'm a delusional girly. Like oh, same. I, the I delusions that I've had. Horrible. Oh my God are so imp- like embarrassing. When I look back, I'm like, Jesus Christ, what was wrong with me? Like I was dating like a man I was fantasizing about in my head, you know, like it, yeah. I was not actually dating the person. Like I like, was, this man was very clearly like, I just want to fuck you. And I was like, he, we're going to get married. Me. <laughs> like, I'm going to marry him. And I um, openly would say that to like my friends at the bar, which is so embarrassing. Like, Horrible. and I've been there, but like, yeah, you really do just need to like kind of manage your expectations here and know that it probably will go the other way, but mm-hmm. there's never any harm in trying because if you don't try, you'll never know. And that's that on that. I think, um, let's, get into you know what let's talk about vagina tips before we go into our next segment because the next one can be a little long and i think this is a little shorter so before we move on let me talk about vagina tips let me play this voicemail hi ali i love you okay so this is kind of a weird question but i have been feeling a little insecure about my lady b um i just want it to taste its best feel its best look its best um And I do the basic hygiene things, but I just didn't know if you have any tips or product suggestions or anything that could be helpful. I just want to feel better about it. Thank you. Bye. The first thing I want to say is the way that you smell and taste and look naturally is fine, is good enough, is great, is the way it's supposed to be. But I also know, especially when you're younger, it's something that you're, you worry about, like you think about a lot. We were yeah. talking about how when we were in college, we were spraying those Summer's Eve deodorants up there. My pH was like, oh. I'm crying for help. I am screaming. Like, it's one of those things where it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy because yes. you're yes. conscious about the way you smell, the way you mm-hmm. taste. So you're like, I'm going to do some uh, fun little mists and wipes and sprays to make and it the, better. Oh, my God. And then you end up giving yourself a damn infection. <laughs> and then that ends up being stinky and not tasting good because you were trying to you mess with Mother Nature. 
The vagina is a self-cleaning organ. She will do the work herself. You can give her a little bit of a hand, but you don't need to be manhandling her, okay? Mm-hmm. She's a delicate little thing, okay? She's delicate. You gotta and trust she's fussy. Her. That bitch is fussy, you mm-hmm. know? You put the wrong thing in there, you're fucked for weeks. I yeah. mean, I use Bath and Body Works so- soaps. So, like, when I shower, I don't use soap unless it's, like, plain white bar soap on my vagina because if I if I use anything other than that, I, it is itch city, bitch. It is. It's yeah. bad down there. It dries out. It gets itchy. It's uncomfortable. It's stain. Like, it's bad. So I don't do any of that. Water, plain water is enough. But if you want to use, like, white soap, like, like unscented dove, yeah. dove white soap. Around. Is, around. Around. Do not. Do, do not. Do not, do not go in. Do not go in. And even when I'm saying around, like, I mean, like, around the labia majora like around the mons pubis like the top of it like d- don't be oh, going butthole. into the, don't be going into the flaps don't be yeah. going don't be opening up flaps and 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 scrubbing honest, crevices with the water i open Do the that. flaps yes yes but with soap with soap don't go inside you're gonna fuck your shit up don't do it just i honestly just like <laughs> this might be tmi but I literally like when I'm showering in order to like clean my vagine, I stand, I kind of like spread myself open, let the water go on it, take my hand, cup some water, gently kind of like slosh some water up in there. Yep. And then and then that's it. And then you're good. You're good. Like you do need to be soaping your butthole. Yes. Okay. And you need to bend over and spread your cheeks and make sure the water is getting in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. You need to like bidet your asshole. Yeah. In you got to like self bidet in the shower. Yeah. But a couple of things that I really like, because I, I completely get like that feeling of like, oh my God, it's gross. Like it smells weird. It's weird or whatever. Um, I take, I talked about this. Actually, I did talk about this last week, but I'm going to go into more detail about it. Um, okay. So I take probiotics that are specifically formulated to help your pH balance. Now, I don't know if this is science, but I do know that since I started taking them, I haven't gotten a yeast infection, BV, like UTI, anything. And also I have felt like it's made a difference. So I take the Good Girl Probiotics from Love Wellness. Yes, I do hate that they're called Good Girl Probiotics. I think that's disgusting. But it makes me feel better because I'm like, you know what? I'm at least doing something and I feel better about it. It's not like ever going to smell like a fucking rose, you know? Mm-mm. It's a vagina. It's a human body part. But like if I know that my pH levels are calm, <laughs> then I feel like, okay, everything's fine. Yeah. Um, I do that. Um, I, I also drink. Okay. So like you've heard about like pineapple juice um cranberry juice these kinds of things honestly sometimes if i'm at the bar and i know i'm gonna go home with someone later i will get a vodka cranberry i have no evidence that it does anything but it's worth a shot also tasty tasty love a vodka cranberry um but i do drink tart cherry juice for something completely unrelated i take it for anti-inflammatory purposes because like something my doctor told me to do and it has this added side effect of because it's like that tart kind of fruit that it also changes the the flavor the flavor a little bit um so that's an option that's the the brand is cherry bundy i really like them it's very tasty as well and actually really good for recovery after like running and working out and stuff yeah you should get them um and the only other thing that i've also talked about is water wipes they're Mm. 99.9% water so they're not gonna fuck you up but if you just need to like tidy up a little because you're sweaty and you feel a little self-conscious you don't have time to shower you can't shower at their place 
Bring a water wipe in a plastic baggie in your bag. Clean it up. It's not going to fuck with your pH. It's not going to do anything like that because it's literally just water. It's just water on a wipe, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and so those are three things that I use that always make me feel at my best self while also not doing anything crazy, not changing what doesn't need to be changed. Because you know what? It's a body part and it's going to taste like a body part. And men, women, whoever is eating your vagina, you're going to have a great time. They know that. They know that. Like if you've put your mouth on a penis, you know what a penis tastes like. You know what pre-cum tastes like. You know, you're not like, oh my God, why doesn't it taste like fruit? That's disgusting. (laughs) You're like, it's pre-cum and it tastes like pre-cum. Vaginas are the same way. It's a vagina and it tastes like a vagina. And that's that on that. And that's that on that. The only things I'll add, um, my go-to is cotton underwear. I have fully transitioned to only cotton underwear. It has truly changed the game. Um, Yes. And I mean, it's obviously like breathable. And if you're someone who's like going for walks or doing any basic movement, your vagina gets sweaty as hell. You get swampy down there. So having cotton underwear like helps not only um, prevent like a yeast infection from occurring, but also just like allows your vagina to breathe because she should be allowed to breathe. We're stifling her in many ways. So in many her, ways, let her I breathe. I also tend not to sleep in underwear. Mm. I usually do just because like it's almost like a, a sensation thing. Like I, oh, I get prefer it. Yeah. to have it like covered um, with like underwear. But there's like so many cotton underwear out on the market. Highly recommend. Um, Worth it. I also think for the girlies who grow out a bush, um, I am right there with y'all and cleaning, just like taking a little extra care of when you are like sudsing down there, like even just kind of sudsing your hands and then kind of like (laughs) almost like you're shampooing, but like kind of just like with your hands, like massaging like your pubes because it's similar to when you grow out your armpit hair, like the um like odor will stick more to your hair Mm. so you just want to give it a little extra care especially if you are like growing hair out um i would just recommend like taking a few extra like seconds in your shower routine to kind of like tend to that area um because it's not going to make it like smell different but it'll just like neutralize any odor that might be happening down there because if you're sweating the sweat's going to get trapped in there and you just want to make sure it's clean Okay. I feel like we gave good vagina tips. Yeah. I'd say Nothing so. Else Look, basically, the moral of the story is you don't need to do anything to change it. As long as you're, like, taking showers regularly, like, you're doing enough and eating vegetables and stuff. Like, yeah. you're, you're doing enough. Um, but if you're feeling self-conscious and this would make you feel better, and I understand that, like, totally give these things a try because they're not going to, like, fuck you up. Like, they're natural. They're safe. You'll be okay. Um, and with that, let's get into our next segment. Okay, let's get into this voicemail about how to deal with a really negative friend. Hi, Ellie. I have a question about how to deal with a really negative friend. Um, I've been friends with this girl for like four years and I feel like in the last like, couple of years she's just super negative 
always talking about like being disappointed and how she feels like she's going to be sad her whole life and like even other things like if I might be interested in a guy she just right away like shuts it down so she's not for me even though she knows nothing about him like everything surrounding our friendship is just super negative and it makes me not want to hang out with her and I'm very non-confrontational so it makes it even harder because I want to tell her but it's really hard because I know that she would not react in the right way either like she also hates confrontation I feel like we only both just end up ghosting each other I don't know any advice would be much appreciated love you so much thank you okay so there's a couple of things to unpack here <laughs> oh boy I feel I wanna like say, I want to say run um I want to yeah I do want to say like I unfortunately think this is like a sign of someone who you are one not compatible with as a friend Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean friendships should not be emotionally draining in this capacity Mm -hmm. Um, I remember I used to have a friend like this and I heard the term vibe vampire like (laughs) someone who just walks into a space and like sucks any goodness out of the air and like has to make it looking always on the the bad side of things um and it's it's upsetting because obviously it affects you but i think it is just like indicative of someone else's like sadness and like their issues that they need to project onto other people around them if they're having Mm -hmm. a bad time no one else can have a good time yeah well you know and i've I'll, i'll say this too because i have had friends like this when i was younger and like I do think negative being that kind of negative, sometimes people kind of grow out of like as they gain more perspective, as they deal with more in life. I'm not saying that they like change completely and become like a positive ray of sunshine, but like two like a very, very good friends of mine, like I went through periods with them where I was like, I cannot hang out with you. It's too much. Like they just suck all the energy. They can't believe anything good will happen to them. And it's just the same conversation over and over. Um, And they both now, like, now that we're a lot older, like, they've just been through more of life. They have a better perspective on life and they are less negative. They're still prone to some negativity, but, like, they're both in a better place. And so it's easier for them to, like, not be negative like that. And they're not negative about my life. And I feel like that's... um, that's the big difference here. Like if someone's really down on their own life and they're just like, Meh, I'm Eeyore and this, it, it's cloudy and everything sucks. That's one thing. But for a friend to also be like, and this guy that you like, it's not going to work out because it never works out. You know, like somebody like trying to bring you down with them. There's where I'm going to see a problem because sometimes people are dealing with depression or are dealing with internal demons or are dealing with things that you don't know about that might cause them to be more negative. But if they're like, pushing that negativity onto you and making your life worse like that's a sign that you're at least gonna need to step back from that Mm -hmm. friendship I'm not saying like you need to be like fuck you peace I'm out bitch but like you can you can just gracefully step back I don't even think you have to say anything you just don't answer the text as often or you're busy a little more often you don't hang out with them Mm -hmm. until you feel like you are in a place where you can spend time with them yeah I think Especially if it sounds like you're a very like compassionate person mm-hmm. and being compassionate, you will like I, not to be like that meme. That's like me and empath, like absorbing all the energy. But like you <laughs> will if someone's like throwing their negativity at you as well, you will like absorb that and it will affect you. And 
I found in, in my situation, this was someone who they would always complain about their life. Anything that was good for me, they found a way to make it bad for them. Ugh. And that at that at some at one point you just need to like stop indulging in their complaints and in their negativity. If you're someone who tries to offer solutions, don't, don't offer solutions because people like that don't want to hear solutions. They, they just want, want to hear, to their, hear own their own voice. Yeah, they just <laughs> yeah. want to complain. So I would not partake in offering solutions, not indulge the complaints as much. But it's kind of like because it's kind of like you're enabling this like this yeah. is not good behavior for them either. It's not yeah. healthy for them either. And if you're a compassionate person, which it sounds like you are, you also don't want them to be destroying themselves. So like by enabling that behavior, by like listening to them when they're complaining and agreeing with them or like giving them solutions just so they can shoot them down. It's like there is a part of it where like you're letting them continue on this path that like someone needs to smack the shit out of them and tell them to stop. Yeah, tell them that <laughs> to get some perspective, truly. I mean, like, it's clear this person needs some support beyond a f what a friend can offer. Absolutely. Um, I think that it's always indicative of, like, a much larger issue. Um, and, I mean, friendships, like, run on a nonlinear timeline for the most part. So, like, yeah, if if for some reason you need to step back now like that's not to say that you won't be friends with this person in the future but it sounds like right now they're just they're truly not a, a good friend for giving you. any yeah, yeah giving you anything, anything. like they're if being anything, the giving tree. away you're being the giving tree like yeah you're, you're giving and they're, giving giving that you're getting nothing back yeah that's um, not a friendship and i'll i'll also say this like in a friendship when you set boundaries, I think sometimes you're afraid you're going to lose that person. I know I am. Like when you set a boundary with a friend, like if you're like, hey, I love you, but like I just need a little bit of space because your attitude is really tough on me right now. I think it's natural to be afraid that that is going to like ruin your friendship. But I think if this is a good friend and someone that's like meant to stick around, boundaries actually like bring you closer and boundaries actually mm -hmm. like make that friendship stronger because you're actually able to communicate what you need from each other. And that can only be a good thing. So there's kind of no bad way to go here. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like y you said you're a little hesitant to say something because you're worried that they will not react. And like, you know, this person, if you think that they're not going to react well, I think that's also indicative of like, right now, they're they're not someone that you can have a two way like conversation with, like, you yes. can't actually have an honest communicative conversation with them because you are being so careful about their needs, their reactions that you can't set a boundary, that's not healthy as that's a friendship. That's not healthy. It's not a healthy friendship. And if you're ever in a relationship like that, like I've been in a relationship like yeah, that, that's... that's not healthy either. It's not good for anybody. It's not good for them and it's not fucking good for you, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so that's kind of that. I mean, I'm really sorry you're dealing with that. I've definitely been through that. Truly one of my best friends, like someone that like is going to be probably my maid of honor. Like she went through a phase like this in high school and I literally was like, I can't be near you like yeah. I love you so much and I can't I can't and we're like still so close and she like she'll always be a little bit more of a negative person like I'm more of a positive person but like she's so much more like about like okay now you know like she's mm -hmm. she's figured it out she has more perspective and she um is a happier person and it's a lot easier for both of us to like 
be in each love each other lives. and yeah be in each other's lives so yeah. i'm sorry but hopefully um hopefully this just works itself out you know yeah. like and if it doesn't take, that's also okay that's fine because you do grow apart from people yeah that's so natural people that i loved and literally was like this is someone who's going to be part of my life forever like you just grow apart and it's not for any reason it just like is what it is so like sometimes friendships are not meant to be forever but it doesn't make them any less valuable yeah um and i'll i'll just end this out by saying sorry um i'll just end this out by saying <laughs> that friendships um are the most wonderful thing you have in your life you know you, you need friendships and relationships to like survive in your life but it has to be it cannot just be that you have people they have to be people that like build you up and if someone is not like that they're not worth even having around like i would rather have no friends than have friends who are bad friends because i had mm -hmm. friends that were bad friends and it was worse than having no friends yeah <laughs> it really it's lonelier was. it's lonelier I, it's more stressful and I think like as you get older too, like you just end up being able to communicate better. You end up having, you know yourself better. So you're able to find people that match you better. And like I know right now, like I'm so fucking lucky I have the best friends. Like I, I love every single person who's in my life. They, they're the best. And it's because I'm awesome and I deserve it. <laughs> you get more selective. You truly do. Your, yeah. your circle's small but loyal. Yeah, it really is. And that's and that's that on that. So let's get into our last two DMs that are both about mm -hmm, sags. So sorry in yeah. advance for the way I'm going to have to talk about this. Sex, Editing that out. <laughs> oh, no, I kind of liked it. Oh, you liked that? Yeah, I thought that I won't that edit good. it out. Yeah. Okay, let's get into these next two, our last two voicemails. Let's start with this one about how this person's boyfriend will not go down on them. Hi, Ellie. Um, sorry, I'm a huge fan of the podcast, and you are doing these board work with Taylor Talk. Um, I have an issue. I would love your insight on you being the queen of advice. So I have been, I'm in a two-and-a-half-year relationship, and lately, it's been bothering me that my boyfriend does not go down on me. And probably in our two and a half year relationship, I can count the number of times he has on two, two and a half hands. So I talked to him about it, and it was starting to bother me last month and told him I want more of that. I want more foreplay. He said okay, um, and then he just didn't. Um, and don't get me wrong, I love quickie. I love, you know, when we're both tired before bed or something and just knock one out and go to bed. I love that. But I also need him to go down on me. And I told him that. I'm like, it doesn't have to be every time. And he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't know this was bothering you. I'm like, no, I could do something sooner. He has done it one time. He has a 20% success rate so far. And I just don't know what to do. Now I'm thinking that he just doesn't like going down on me because at first I thought, oh, he just did not do that with any other girl he has had sex with. No, he's done it. I'm now thinking it's just me. So what do I do? Do I just wait it out? Do I just like, you know, like, oh, like maybe it's just those times it wasn't opportune for him or like they've been more quickie, I guess. But 
I've been like, this is just something I've been struggling with. Any help would be appreciated. All right, love you. Bye. Dump him. He's dating <laughs> DJ Khaled. <laughs> Not DJ Khaled. Yeah, Bro. this is n- what? What did? Is there a reason? Did I don't know? She's struggling. Okay, this. So what it sounds like is more so. She. She told him that she wants him to go down on her more. Mm-hmm. He was like, okay, but then didn't really do it. Right. So it's like he's not outwardly being like, I don't want to go down on you, but he's like not making the initiative, taking the initiative to. And sh- okay. Hmm. And I mean, the, the success rate thing, I'm like, that's, that's, that's fine. Sorry. <laughs> like, uh, sorry. And also, like, I mean, listen, if someone's like, that also might not to like make assumptions but maybe honestly maybe he's like nervous about the fact that he's maybe not getting you there so or so good at it yeah there could be a conversation of like i want to do this and i want to know like is it something where you want me to tell you what i like or what to do or like Mm -hmm. i can talk you through it while you're doing it or something like that it's just like it's it's important to me that for like our sex life that we're doing this for each other or even if like when you have sex maybe occasionally being like i don't want to have penetrative sex like i'll go down on you you go down on me like that kind of thing or Mm -hmm. things like that where like you take away the um i don't know like the the penetration aspect of 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 the sexual encounter yeah because yeah. i feel like for him like he's thinking like that's sex and yeah sex and is everything so else is foreplay yeah and it's like foreplay is sex yeah like, and it's like very important to sex um but i don't know i don't well, know you, you've been dating him for a long time but it also kind of sounds like i it, it sounds like there haven't really been that many like actual conversations like yeah, I think there needs to be like a conversation aside from just being like, this is what I want you to do. And then him being like, OK, I think there needs to be a conversation that's more like, hey, what's going what, on? What do you what do you like to do? What do you like to have done to you? I'll let you know, like what I like. And then let's have like an honest conversation about if there's anything that makes us uncomfortable about those things Yeah, and, and approaching it not in like. A way that's like you won't go down on me. Why not? Like, I am angry. Why won't you go down on me? Because I understand if there is frustration and if there is like anger, but if there are any like underlying insecurities or discomforts on his end, like that is going to cause such like a mental roadblock in him performing sex acts on you. Um, And I think like addressing if any of those are there, like will not only open up the chance for a conversation but also like allow for both before and also like during having sex like much more communication yeah because um, like who know like you don't know necessarily why like you yeah. don't know what you've it never is asked stopping him, and you need to have that conversation with him otherwise like nothing's going to change yeah. you could even i mean there's like quizzes you can take online with your partner to like figure out things that you both are interested in trying mm-hmm. or not interested in or hard boundaries so you you don't even have to like talk like really you like just exchange if you feel it. uncomfortable yeah just like it's like I did this you did this and like we talk about it afterwards kind of thing like yeah but it, it is important I mean sex is a really important intimacy and sex is a really big part of a relationship so and I understand under- that this would be like 
difficult. Yeah. And I understand also the impulse of being like, he won't go down on me. What the fuck? Like, fuck this. Like, I like this sucks. And I'm like resenting my partner. Resentment is what will destroy any relationship. relationship. Yeah. Like resentment more than anything. And so I understand that it might be frustrating to be like, well, I don't even want to have to ask, like, why won't you go down right. on me? I just want you to be able to do it. And like, I get that. I I also agree like that this is frustrating. But one, it might be like if you got y'all see, are young, that might that have something to do with it. it a huge sure. part of it. Like just because he's had sex before doesn't mean that he's had a lot of experience or had a lot of communicative <laughs> sex. Let me tell you, when I was in college, not one man went down on me. Not one. Not one. Yeah. Like I... And also going down on someone is like extremely intimate. It's really it is, intimate. It is an extremely intimate act that I would understand could bring people anxiety to do it. And so I think like kind of coming to the conversation mm-hmm. with a bit more like understanding of why he might be hesitant or nervous and kind of approaching it with that angle will also allow for him to like feel comfortable opening up about why he might not be doing it but all that to say if he ends up just being like i just don't like it i just don't want to that's when you can take the next step and be like okay do i actually want to be with a partner who will not like put my pleasure like as in any priority yeah yeah Um, yeah. that's when you get to that stepping stone but i would first before that try just understanding where he's coming from Um, And again, like if he's not open to having that conversation, if he like is shutting it down or if you have the conversation and still nothing's changing, that's also another conversation. Like that's also another moment of like maybe that's an if he's not able to communicate about this, like where are we with other things and like what other ways are we just like not clicking and connecting? Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to be like dump him, even though I said that in the beginning, (laughs) but like I don't know. I don't really know like the full circumstances. But as as like is kind of the theme of this episode, it's like you don't know until you really have the conversation with about mm-hmm. it. Like you just have to try it. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. Maybe I'm also just like older now and I'm like, if a man will not go down on me, I'll kill him. <laughs> like I'm like, like I don't I don't get it. I don't want to get it. Like when I was younger, like I like kind of didn't care. But now yeah. I'm like, mm, this is gonna be <laughs> a problem. Um Especially because, oh my God, Miss Wellbutrin has me off the fucking rails with horniness. Like, also, I keep reading books. Guys, like, this is, like, embarrassing. But, like, all the books I've been reading lately, I don't know. I got onto Book Talk, and all the books they recommend are basically just porn. Love. It's incredible that women can just read porn in public and are normal about it. Men could not do this. Men I know, could I'm never like, do this. We're so lucky. We're so lucky. I can just, like, sit there and read porn on the subway. I'm just, like, <laughs> slipping and sliding in my chair. In my cotton underwear that breathe. Ah, and your breathable cotton underwear. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's get into this next voicemail. Hi, Ellie. This is Alexis, and I just wanted to ask you, um, so I've been with my boyfriend for almost two years, and I'm super in love with him. He's super in love with me, but he has a problem with finishing early. And I just wanted to know if you had some advice about, like, helping him last longer or maybe what he could say to last longer. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I, I love the intimate time we have together. I just wish it could be longer. Thank you so much. Bye. 
Okay, my favorite thing that she said here was just that the way she phrased it was that she said, like, I just really enjoy us being intimate and I want it to last longer. Like, that is, like, so the healthy... Like, you're not making fun of him for finishing really fast. You're literally mm-hmm. just saying, like, I want to spend more time like, doing this, this with my partner because it feels really great and so intimate and I love it. And that's exactly how it should be. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this. Um, there's definitely, like, beyond just, like products and we can talk about that kind of thing. But I think a really easy way to kind of make it last longer is to kind of draw out foreplay and not make like penetration and coming the kind of goal, like Mm -hmm. take that away as the goal and just focus on like feeling good and doing things to each other and like experiencing like touch with each other. Um, because that that's what makes it last longer. You can go, you can have sex, but if you're having sex, it doesn't need to be like, he's going to come and then it's over. It could be like, you're having sex for a minute and then you switch to doing something else and you switch to doing something else. Like edging. That, yeah, edging. I mean, it's, it, it's good and it keeps it, it draws it out longer and it is more intimate. Like it is like a feeling of like, we're just trying to have fun. Like we're just yeah. enjoying each other and our, each other's bodies. And it's not about, it's not a race to the finish, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think... I am always a very firm proponent of mutual masturbation. I think that is always like a very kind of there. There are times where I'm like not wanting to have penetrative sex, but Mm -hmm. I do want to like be close with my partner. So like mutual masturbation can be fun. Um, Bringing in, yeah, different sensations in the bedroom, like, doing a little little blindfold action doing a little even just like making out heavy petting is so fucking hot we need to bring Honestly, back heavy petting i gotta say i love a dry hump like dry i humping really is do amazing it's good. naked it's dry hump incredible incredible there, like, i mean we do not talk about naked dry humping enough it is which i guess is sort of damp wet humping, humping. still Ew. Ew. okay <laughs> but <Sorry>. it's it's <laughs> truly like just understanding i think you put it perfectly ellie like understanding that you don't have to have penetrative sex in order to like have a long like sex session essentially like the thing is you want to be able to like have that closeness and find ways to do it without like making the other person feel like oh fuck like i need to like be in my head about like not coming because yeah. if if someone's in their head again it goes all it all comes back to like if you're in your head you're just not going to enjoy be present it yeah ever ever um and i think like okay this is like kind of i don't i would understand if like some people aren't comfortable with this but i do think it is something that it, it's kind of become memeified because of like mormons <laughs> but the concept no, do of not like, say soaking i so, claudia the concept of soaking no okay i honestly think like not the, i feel I like i'm kink shaming i'm kink shaming no, right now. no 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 like it's if you and your partner like your partner penetrates you and you're like just making out and kind of having like a like close moment i think that is like honestly really beautiful and like okay, I, I was imagining with the bed jumping thing no, and i was like claudia no, what no 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 i mean like <laughs> okay. just like literally being entered but then like 
you just kind of you're not rushing. You're like not you're like going to pound town. Yeah, you're taking the scenic <laughs> you're route. Taking your sweet time. Like you just even if like let's say you do want to like be penetrated, you're like I want to have penetrative sex, but I want it to last longer. Like that is honestly a really great first step because like helps you become more cut like your body will naturally become more accustomed to like having someone in you like instead of just like going straight to it he will also be like able to last a little longer and it's just like you it helps you like revel in the closeness that is Mm -hmm. which is sounds like what you want like that like feeling of intimacy and closeness so yeah um yeah i don't know i also think like a lot of men like okay not to say this for the hundredth time, but as I've gotten older <laughs> um, and I'm having I'm sex elderly. With, I'm old and I'm having sex with old men. No, I'm having sex with men who are older and they they just like know that they don't want to come right away and like mm-hmm. they know what to do. But when you're like, I feel like sometimes guys are just haven't figured that out yet, like how to like stop themselves or like what yeah. they need to do to like switch things up if they, you know, if they don't want to come really fast because maybe he does. But even if he does, like doesn't mean sex is over just because he came. You know what yeah. I mean? You can still make out. You can still do things. You know, he can still touch you. Like it doesn't have to be over just because you know, that part of it is over. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I just think like there is a beautiful thing about being in a relationship and like being able to like take the time to really get to know each other's bodies. And honestly, like I've had that in one night stands too, you know, like that feeling of like, we're just going to do this. We're just going to hook up for three hours and see what happens. Like it's like that scene in Broad City where she's trying to hook up with Ilana's trying to hook up with Blake Griffith. And she's like, your dick is so big i cannot receive you so they just spend like the whole night like literally like exploring each other's bodies lovely gorgeous i love it honestly it's fun it's so fun uh sex is so awesome (laughs) and like it truly is it's what are they doing up there fucking i hate them so much that's the bad part of sex. Yeah. <laughs> My upstairs neighbors. Their sex is bad. They, they don't get to enjoy sex, okay? Only only us. But, no, no, no. Uh, oh, are you stomping? Did you, you doing a tap routine up there? What is that? <sighs> sorry, I have a lot of emotions lately. It's Wilbutrin. I'm sorry. But um, yeah, no, sex is awesome. Sex is the best thing ever. And no shit, you want it to last longer. So like, yeah, you don't even need to like say to him, you come too fast because that will make it worse. I think yeah. I think it's just you taking the initiative to be like, slow down. We Let's take our time because like, I really want to like do this to Stay you. Or, this. Yeah, yeah. I want to be here with you for longer. I think the way that you, you being like the person who wrote in, like expressed it from the get go is how you mm-hmm. should frame it to your partner because it's like, it's beyond Sex is like so physical and emotional and it's all tangled together and you focusing on the fact that you want to maintain those two things simultaneously is I think like at the root of it why sex is beautiful and I think that's how you should approach your partner because then you're not saying you're doing something wrong and I want to fix it. You're saying I want to continue doing what we're doing and I want to do it for a longer period of time and here because i like doing do. it with you you know because mm-hmm. yeah. i love you <laughs> i love you can't relate but um <laughs> <laughs> i'm alone um okay <laughs> anyways you know what i didn't do too bad i'll be honest that was probably the yeah, best honestly, i've ever done talking about sex 
it's only because it's only because you're here though anyways Team. Well, besties. <laughs> well, team. Um, I think that's our episode today. Um, um, but obviously, we have to do our song of the week. I put this on my story, but this is obviously going to be a song for us because I am a sucker for any song that talks about being in a car <laughs> because of this podcast. Um, this is Backseat by Charlie Adams, Charlie with an I. And it's just a great song about vibing in the backseat of a car, which is what we're doing here. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Love. Love. Charlie with an I. Charlie with an I, like Charlie D'Amelio. Oh, Charlie XCX. Oh, so many Charlies with an I. Yeah, really? What the fuck? Huh. Um... I guess mine would be American Teenager by Ethel Kane. I have been listening to this song on repeat and it is truly like hell yeah. What I imagine like driving down a suburban street at night, the lights, your hair, you're yes, just like that's what this hometown. song is. Mm. Oh my god, okay, I think they're going to pair vibes. beautifully together. I think they're going to pair bond, honestly. They're <laughs> they're going to fall in love. So, <laughs> they're going to have Beautiful non penetrative sex. Beautiful non penetrative sex. They're really gonna love just do some heavy petting and some damn pumping. Mm, some You know okay. what I was talking about with a friend the other week? Um, you know how people like hate the word moist? Mm-hmm. It's like you're being fake. It's not a gross word. And actually most of the things that are moist are like good things. Moist cake. Yeah. Fantastic. You know what I mean? You're well, like fake. Moist is not a gross word. You know what's a gross word? Congealed. Oh, yeah, that is kind the of... The word itself is gross and the concept is gross. I feel like people who dislike the word moist, like, it's the type of person that, like, that is their personality. Is like, <laughs> yeah. like, they take certain things and they're like, I fucking... Oh, my God, no, don't say that around me. Don't, I can't. And it's like, girl, it. shut the fuck up. It's actually, like, not a gross word. Like, the word itself is not gross. Like, mm-hmm. the concept is not that gross either. We have to replace moist with congealed. If anything, damp. Damp like, is gross. Damp is gross. Damp, like nothing damp is ever like, you're like, good. This damp cake. No, ew. You sit down on a seat and it's damp. Disgusting. Uh-uh, disgusting. What was there before? It's you always know, like, what you're kind of or sweaty I'm a little and feverish. Sweaty and My yeah. back is always a little bit damp, damp. when I wake up because uh, I'm 100. You go to touch the uh, door handle and it's damp in a uh, bathroom because someone gross. didn't dry their hands. Someone didn't dry. Uh, okay, yeah. Damp is the new moist. Damp is <laughs> you the heard new it moist. Here you first. heard it here. <laughs> okay. All right, besties. I love you so very, very much. If you like the show, if you like me, feel free to subscribe. Um, thank you for checking out all of my codes for ads. I really appreciate that. Thank you for listening. I love you very much. And feel free to share the show with a friend. I appreciate that too. If you want to follow me on social media, you can find me at holy underscore schnitt on Twitter, Ellie underscore schnitt on Instagram, and Ellie schnitt on TikTok. And Claudia, where can they find you? You can find me on TikTok and Twitter at IDKCloudy. And I'm on Instagram at reverse cowgirl. Reverse spelled like reverse. Cowgirl is C-O-W-G-R-R-R L and I have a YouTube channel called Pillow Talk where I talk all about sex ed. I've been flopping on it honestly. I have not done a video in so long, but I <laughs> will. I will. So you should subscribe so you can see when I do a video and it's at my link in bio on my Instagram. 
And if you love Taylor Swift as much as I do, and apparently this motherfucker who texted <laughs> me does, um, you can listen to my Taylor Swift podcast, Taylor Talk. It's with Spotify, and I'm live with that every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific. And I think that's everything. Um, I love you guys. I think we're going to have some really cool guests next month. Okay, I know I said that this week we we're going to talk about college, and then I completely forgot. I'm going to ask for college-related, school, back-to-school-related DMs next week, so look out for that on my Instagram stories. And also, if you ever want to call in and leave a voicemail, the voicemail line is 847-282-0462. Would love to hear from you as always. And yeah, I love you guys so, 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 so much. You have no idea how much just like just in my heart at all times you live there. And um, as always, have a good day. Have a good night wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I hope it's a good one. And I will catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit BetterHelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-N-D.